Archives Unlimited. Hello, and welcome to Archives Unlimited, the podcast where all headcanons are valid. Just kidding. No, they aren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that our slogan uh, now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had to get it off my chest. Only um, Gob's headcanons are valid. Exactly. No, I... <laughs> That's too much power. That's too much <laughs> power for one uh, tiny man to hold. Um, but, but as stated, hi, I'm Gob. I use they, it pronouns. Hi, I'm Dragoni. I use he, him pronouns. Hi, I'm Crow, and I use they, them pronouns. And today, to make up for last week's episode, we are uh, a man short. So hopefully it'll be a little bit less uh, <laughs> chaotic. I mean, who knows? We can We can always make up for the chaos somehow. Hopefully we'll be edited out in less than a week this time. Yes, that too. This this week in terms of of falls, I don't know. Um, I feel a little less overwhelmed, albeit though I think the the exhaustion point is definitely hitting with like, you know, having to like gear up for whoever's going to fall and, and like the, the the balance of of unlord to lord players and the the trade-offs and stuff i mean i've been pretty lucky with the crabs i mean this week i'm I'm looking and i think only one former crab fell and that was a shadow player so also good <laughs> stuff is happening yeah was there was there anything in in uh oh right we did get a definitive yeah, was this I week was we got the definitive date and the whole mm-hmm. video and the video the video is very nice um very cool anchor is alive question mark yeah the anchor is alive and animated? alternated and animated animated, animated and alternated which yes. is probably fine wait uh, yeah, yeah. I, I figured the alternation was that they're now 2d that's very i think that, that might makes be, sense yeah that's probably it but I mean, that, it also is still foreboding i suppose and yeah they're gonna be animating other stuff from now on or mm. yeah I, I will say mm. that if the anchor is like if that's the gimmick, like out of character, if that's the gimmick that the anchor's alternation is that they're now being animated 2D, I would not have done that. <laughs> I would have gone the other <laughs> way. <laughs> but just, just from a pure, like, can we sustain 2D animation for, for people recaps? Probably not, but... So we go to 4D instead. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. You manifest physically in your house. What I would say is uh, the anchor VTuber debut. <laughs> Just goes <laughs> from oh 2D to God. 3D. Wait, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it's it's not that... Doing a costume change is pretty is pretty cheap. I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> in the long term. <laughs> I like the whole, like, you know, bulletin board kind of, like, conspiracy theorist bit that he had going on. Yes. Um, he just got increasingly disheveled as they went on. It was always yeah, the same suit. Yeah, oh my suit. god. That's one of my favorite tropes. Getting, like, oh my god, my, my one of my favorite anime intros. Gako Garashi, School Live, uh, got, is, like, it's a, it's a zombie anime and like over the progression of the 12 episodes the intro gets more and more horrifying but it's like very cheery music i like that vibe that's fun and then we technically got i think at the bottom of the website there's like little reviews like baseball reviews and i think like parker macmillan the first has like a a review down there which people have been quoting is like the first first words that parker has spoken parker one Uh, it's not not the bottom Uh, it's on the 
Oh, is it not? Where is it? It might be in the FAQ, maybe? Uh, uh no. Where the hell did I see it? The, I could have sworn the that there were like TikTok? Because there's uh, a TikTok oh. now. Oh. Yeah. Look, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I am not doing this kind of research. I already do way too much. <laughs> no. I could have sworn it was somewhere. Oh, maybe it was on the the official website. Well, not the official website, but the like the the press oh, press release. Yeah, from forever ago. No. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait. Uh, no, no. We we have to find. I am this not now. sure. Uh, let's just scroll up in the announcements channel and keep clicking links. Yeah, I'm like the announcements might have it. Where is it, Parker? Where are you, <laughs> Parker? Oh, was it? A, was there a baseball beat? Uh, that could oh, be. Oh, maybe a baseball. Oh, it's on the fucking, it's on the fucking merch. It's uh, the merch! I forgot, I never I forgot the about merch. the merch. I tweeted that last night, and then I went to bed and forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the, the first words, the first recorded words that Parker McMillan the first have said are what, and then five stars. Oh, yes. And there are reviews from the other Parkers, with exception to Parker McMillan the second. Of course not. By the way, there's merch now. <laughs> yeah, there is merch now. I like the colors. I don't think I'm particularly going to be buying any of it, but I do. I, I, from a design standpoint, it is very fun. Yeah, I briefly saw an image. Can anyone share it? Because I yes. don't actually remember oh. how they look. It's a, there's a hat, there's a hoodie, and there's a beanie. Yeah. And of course, we are also recording this, what, the day before the AMA? So we're going to have to, oh. the Reddit oh, AMA, yeah. so we're, it... we're going to have to recap that next week. Oh, good lord. I'm sure it'll be fine. There's not going to be anything I, yeah. important there, right? I, uh, knowing Blazeball, they're going to say nothing important. And I'm not going to pay attention. <laughs> and then I'm going to regret it. <laughs> I like research, but there's no way you're getting me to research Reddit. Yes! If I must! <laughs> Um, I will say, okay, I really like the uh, keep your eye on the ball beanie. Yes. It's a good beanie. Well... Well, mostly I like the logo. I don't, I don't wear beanies, but I like the logo. Yeah. Oh, I wear beanies. Yeah. It's way too hot to wear beanies where I live. Uh... In December? No. (laughs) I I also just run hot in general. Oh, okay. But I... For a second, I thought you were going to say you lived in Australia or something, where it's like the middle of summer. No, I just mean in a general sense. Like, it doesn't get below, like, 50. Yeah. Ever. Oh, right. Fahrenheit. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Anyway, uh, merch, cool. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. not much other than uh, baseball is coming back January 9th, which is pretty soon after the fall ball stops. The last, so that's like a like a week. It's a, like that's literally like nine days. Yeah, it's ten, 10 days. days after. Yeah, and then of course you know a lot of people are theorizing the whole like, well if it's if it's that soon after you know the if if we're filling out the the 14 player roster then the the final four are going to be like short circuits whatever whatever i, mean, I don't know what um, that has to do with the timing it's it's just like well with the i don't know how overwhelming it's going to be honestly i mean of course that's that's a problem for future me right yeah. <laughs> for future probably very um tired me who's just going to be so dissuaded from it all <laughs> I think what's what the timing of it is informing to me mm-hmm. is I think because so whatever the the things on the the site are connected to like the goals that we're supposed to hit either they don't mean really much because we won't be hitting m- many of them or yeah. uh, in that case uh they're, they're pointless <laughs> and, and yeah <laughs> I mean they're commemorative pins that's the most 
least pointless thing there is. Most least pointless, right, Seth? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> or, and also the, the thing that, or there's something that will happen on the last fall that will take a week to unpack. Oh, uh, oh gosh, before, that's before very play. possible. Uh, so, mm. like, I think, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, this is the way I would do it. I'm not necessarily like, I'm not TGB or whatever. I'm, nor am I a game designer professionally, but it's just like, this feels like you would want something to end the falls that is fairly dramatic, uh, to announce mm-hmm. the beginning of play a week later. And so I feel like maybe a tease as to the first monster of the week that they, said that they, because they said that we're going to have like a monster of the week. So maybe introducing a, the primary antagonist for the first season or whatever right. is going to be the thing. Maybe it's going to be the charges. Maybe it's going to be, but I feel like something has to happen because. Yeah. Yeah. No, something already happened. We're going toward artifact now. I sp- Yeah. I, I... <laughs> yes, but we haven't passed it, have we? Yeah. I And we're not likely to pass it. Either, <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot about the monster of the week vibe. Gosh, I ugh. and then oh, I think they said that they're trying to make baseball in in a format which is easier for for new fans to get involved in, which is cool. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. I I'm taking their word on that. And then also so that no longer will we have like several month to year long siestas. It'll only be like a couple weeks between seasons. Oh yeah. So it should be going like all year round, basically. Knock on wood. Um, yeah. Knock on wood. Yes. But but I, I do understand that they probably did spend a lot of this time fixing the fact that Blazeball was made very cobbled together yeah. and not very like sustainable. So yeah. I think they have they have revamped it so that like huge overhauls should not take over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's what, not even a huge overhaul won't even be necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That that's definitely what what it's felt like and I mean, I'm interested because, yeah, I don't want a year and a half gesture. No. Much more. Yeah. I also, I'm, I'm just down for less involved baseball. I think just, I think the period of my life where baseball needed to be everything is no longer there. <laughs> so, uh, yes, a baseball that I can kind of like tune off and not feel like I'm missing much. But at the same time, I can just get really brainwashy about <laughs> that, that is, balance is going to be hard, but important. Yeah. Yes. It's it's gonna be fascinating, yeah. With it constantly like going, yeah, and and like yeah, I I do want to feel comfortable in in being able to so, like take breaks and not feel like baseball is going to move to a point where I cannot get back on the boat. Yeah, yeah. The the expansion era is like race to burnout. As much as it was part of the story, it was also when the story involves burning out your fans. I get the Not story, but is it a good idea to burning out to burn out the fans? So yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, like, eh. I, no, I, I'm legitimately like, I think this is a good conflict to have because I think that there's like, I'm a huge fan of the narrative of baseball in general, like the, the big picture yeah. narrative of baseball. Let's run a lore podcast is fun of the narrative. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> it's interesting. All in all, uh, what, what that's going to, to look like now, because like in the past, baseball has only ever really been either a race from burnout or a race to burnout. So having baseball not race to anything potentially, yeah, is going to be really interesting for what narratively yeah. you get to explore with that. We want to do the falls, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so this week, the fallen players and the teams that they've come from, starting off with Beck Whitney 
of the Boston Flowers, Miami Dolly, Hawaii Fridays, and New York Millennials is now on the Georgias. Gloria Bentley of the uh, Miami Dolly is now on the Moist Talkers. Rosa Holloway of the Baltimore Crabs is now on the Ohio Worms. Dervin Gorchika of the my uh, of the Breckenridge Jazz Hands now on the Boston <laughs> Flowers. Why did I say Dolly? Uh, Elijah Venezuela of the Hawaii Fridays and Breckenridge Jazz Hands is now back on the Fridays. Rivers Clemens of the Miami Dolly is now on the Seattle Garages. Mira Lemma of the Core Mechanics is now on the New York Millennials. Velasquez Alstott of the Shoe Thieves is now on the Tigers. Case Lancaster of the Philly Pies is now on the Dallas Stakes. Foxy Pebble of the Core Mechanics and uh, San Francisco Lovers is now on the uh, Mexico City Wild Wings. Durham Spaceman of the Seattle Garages is now on the San Francisco Lovers. Bonk Jokes of the Yellowstone Magic is now on the Jazz Hands. And Jamie Dexter of the Vayu Fridays is now on the Shoe Thieves. Uh, Nerd Pacheco of the Sunbeams, Tigers, Pies, and uh, famously Super Allergic Reaction is now on the teams who holds the record for the most allergic reactions in the game, the Firefighters. <laughs> Good job. Willow Dice, which I think some people also have a funny pron- pronounce, like sometimes seen as Willow DJ. Well, we can talk about that when we go into detail. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> from the Dalai to the Sunbeams, uh, Rivers Rosa, the five, from the Firefighters to the Worms, to the Tacos, to the Spies. So that's two rivers on, in Houston. Benjamin mm-hmm. Lynn, from the Millennials to the Crabs. Chibodi Alieri, from the Lift to the Mechs. Marco Escobar, from the Spies to the Pies. Pippin Carpenter from the there. Tacos to the Magic, and Jenkins Good from the Moist Talkers to the Tacos, and Una Manhattan from the Magic to the Dale, Roscoe Sunday from the Wings to the Lift, and Mindy Kugel from the Worms to the Mechs to the Mints. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so first of all, congratulations, Georgia's on finally getting a Lord player. Yes. I, I'm... It's so funny. Like, I mean, it's perfect, and it's also, like, such a monkey paw. Yeah, what a lord player. You got a very lord player. Yeah, divisively lord player. (laughs) Uh, But also, at the same time, they got, you know, like, an older sapphic woman who, you know, that's what the Georgias are known for. So Uh I'm very excited for that in a cautious but also very happy way it's nice to see her like i was that's like a player that i do like a lot and i'm glad to like see them get to play again like this is so crazy how like there is a chance that if you don't fall during the fall ball you're just gone yeah i don't know or like you know assorted to shadows heaven knows if we'll be able to see the shadows anymore pension teams potentially oh my Uh. god yeah Ooh. There's so no. many maybes. Yeah, this was something Scary. that I heard Grio say on Baco, which is that this, the fall ball, feels like an expansion draft where uh, a new team added to the league is getting to draft players from other teams. Uh-huh. Again, in the idea that you, why would you build an engine and never use it again? <laughs> if they add teams and the falls is how players join new teams, I actually really down for that. Like, like, oh, heads up, that emergency work, yeah. alert, seek shelter, new player, the, the black hole is burping again. That 
does, oh. though, kind of have the downside of when the expansion teams joined, it was a great space for new fans coming because there wasn't any existing yeah. baggage on those teams, with the yeah. exception of Wyatt Quitter. Uh, yes. so if, if we get new teams, but they're all just old players, there's not really that new space for new fans to play around in. Well, yeah, but they, they haven't even have like a split of like some Lord players and some like on Lord Shadow again. I think the interest with the, having Lord players on new teams would be that you might be able to s- sort of siphon fans off of like some of the bigger <laughs> teams yeah. as they follow their guys to the new teams. Yeah. Which might be the interest in adding new teams in the first place to kind of break up the sort of stale team structure that Main Court has. Uh, it's stale only in the sense that like it's kind of not moved. <laughs> For a long time. Well, nothing's happened in the game for a long time. <laughs> also that, but even even like yeah. from like discipline era to expansion era, like the biggest teams have mostly remained the same six big team, and the smallest teams are mostly the same small six teams. Even with the expan, even like with the three new, because the crabs just kind of got the crabs back. The mm-hmm. with the three new teams, they didn't really. Besides, I think like I think the Georges are are one of the smaller teams. Yeah, kind of. Wavy hand because uh, Angelica Alf Discord is pretty <laughs> yes. big, as we know. So I love Angelica off Discord. So yeah, I, I think I don't know. I'd be interested. I think I'm just generally interested in anything that shakes up how the community generally organizes itself. I think new teams are good. I think new cultures are interesting. Yeah. Not every yes. time. Maybe every now and again <laughs> getting a new team because a big bad has been defeated. That could be interesting. See you in thirty seasons. We have. 80 teams <laughs> yeah i i like i mean like I, part of me was wondering with like i is the black hole going to be like a mainstay in terms of like kind of how with the short circuits it's like oh we're hopping into a different yeah you know also universe. That, yeah. are we seeing new teams because i would be fascinated by that in kind of a morbid way of like oh after we get done with one quote-unquote like monster of the week do we like hop to and like through another black hole and like all the players that we didn't see fall, you know, for this batch, are they like just playing yeah. like in a different universe? Like, is that that would I be mean, fun? That Possible. would be a lot. That would be, I I would be into it. I think it's a lot to like how with the with the speed that we are currently like having to slowly introduce like oh yeah you know um um new players this way. I, I wonder how it w- how people would react if they dropped entirely new rosters like within a week. But also, this might be getting us kind of warming us up to the concept that yeah, we are no longer it's 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 more normal and and fine to like really just switch team a lot allegiances, and that we aren't coming back to the teams as they were season twenty four. We are we are getting all, like just a fresh fresh kind of start with some references back to the old with the you know the og players and stuff like that and and again the the whole thing with like if if the mods are fully revamped uh, and like alternate Mm -hmm. for example doesn't show up there is an argument to be made that you're either looking at yet another alternate of the same player or you're this is the og and this is the universe that they ended up in or this is a universe that they ended up definitely possible Oh like, god. Yeah, like I was I was thinking about it from like specifically JT's point because I was talking to a friend of mine and we're both very big JT fans. And it was just the <laughs> idea that like like as much as I really love 
what the lift did with uh, JT's alternate law, I, I bring me JT back. <laughs> like, like I, yes. if, if, if I, if I can have like old Jessica back in her glorious tigers form, I would like aesthetically, just that's, aesthetically. I think that that's a fun narrative. Yeah. No, I think that's like a really cool avenue to explore. And like thinking about like Edric Tosser, yeah. who fell in the first week and like his alternation being from like, being lord as being caused by the um what's it i almost just hit a ground at dedrick tosser yes that fucking moment (laughs) and being basically like you know ripped into a new universe and stuff like that like having him like original edrick be back is crazy to think about that's really also specifically because of edrick and and we're going to talk about the falls i promise but like Specifically, yeah, we'll get there. Because of, uh, because of Edric's old law, which is that they're from the Firestarters AU. Yes. It's like, does this mean if this is original Edric, are we now in the Firestarters AU? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be so obsessed with that. Can we, like, <laughs> uh, like firefighters, you got to rebrand for the bit. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, no. Like, I, I think genuinely that's a fantastic, like, when we see finally what players look like and that could genuinely that could be the big thing that they reveal at the end of the falls is just reveal the player profiles and that's what we have to take in because that would be massive Baco has a field day oh yeah Baco will have a field day i will have a field day Uh, (laughs) um but like yeah like just breaking down like who's if alternate which mods have come back which mods didn't all of that stuff alternate and all the implications that it has in the law yeah oh god i'm I'm excited and then again i'm like you're only giving us like 10 days to like process this you know oh my god what could go wrong alternate is the worst law mod because in in the sense that like it's a very easy mod to add from a game design perspective but if you're lawing it's fucking hell i think a lot of games kind of ended up ignoring alternate when they were getting huge swaths of them and late in the expansion era yeah a lot of it especially at the, yeah at the moment where it's like entire ro- rosters and rotations entire lineups were, were being alternated Looking at, at you, core mechanics like i yeah people burnt out on, on alternate law and i don't blame them for it yeah just thinking about that and what the implications could be for some of the more interesting ones uh, would be cool. I know there's few people I would love to see get their hands on what a unalternated alternate would would now be, because that this happened in the expansion. Didn't someone lose alternate Collins Mellon? Right. Yeah. Then this happened to to somebody where they alternated. Yes, and Collins they Mellon was alternated, and then the reader unalternated the Mellon. Yeah. Like the stats remain. They didn't go back to the old yeah, stats. No. You just lost a mod that didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. We're like, hmm, how does that work out? <laughs> um, yeah. Now do that for like every single alternate, which was a lot. Like, I think we've had a lot of ultimates for. Uh, yeah. I I don't know the exact numbers. But... Just because of how many people were getting it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the thing was, at the end of the era like teams that had gone into the black hole got the mod entangled which also, yes. i think said yeah was going to alternate them when they returned and it was like well well hmm. yeah <laughs> I, yeah i don't think that's <laughs> carrying on something it's carrying me. on but not yeah in but not in the way that like we assumed it would be yeah 
like yeah it was it was more of a peek into the fact that every team was then going to be consumed by the black hole and they were all going to be quote unquote like thrown into an alternate universe yeah because because uh, like technically that's everyone right because like even though yes. yeah, yeah yeah oh also beck whitney uh sorry wh yes. while we're there go for it with beck whitney i was telling uh Jagoni about this the georgias now have overlapped with every single team in the league wow they were missing the millennials and and beck whitney on top of be, be, being the one low player that they've been begging for also completed <laughs> that overlap with the league wow this is a jasmine thing jasmine has been tracking this on the spreadsheet and i have no reason to think that they've made a mistake yeah <laughs> yeah no mind blown yeah i don't i don't really have much to say about beck whitney other than i'm probably going to be drink uh, dropping some of uh marquis like beck whitney fix oh yeah in uh like the shout out zone just because i think the way they write beck whitney is incredible and i fell in love with the narrative of i mean the thing is um like beck whitney was the captain of the flowers yeah. until she was feedback to the dolly she had she was lured to be like in love with and in a relationship with caligula lotus yes. who then was incinerated and then was released during the um day x yeah and and it is it is commonplace or, or at least it's 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 not unusual to see people luring that Caligula Lotus is still alive and well. Yeah. Just kind of hanging out in the garden and they're still in love and in a relationship. But me, fan of divorce, does <laughs> love like the concept of Beck Whitney being able to, you know, like she she loved and she lost and she she grieved and her her partner is now gone. And just like her being able to find fresh starts within you know these other teams that she is you know bounced around to it's it's very fun especially like being a vampire being like 400 some years old being sired in by i think people interpret uh luis acevedo to mm. be her sire um i think that's fun i think i think it's fun when the vampires <laughs> in baseball <laughs> like know each other beck might have sired in Thomas Dracena? I can't, I can't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, there's connections there. But, yeah. So it was really I'm cool not sure what you're talking about. Thomas Dracena is not a vampire. Yeah. Right, right. Um, ignore it. Um, just, just cut out what I had said previously. <laughs> she uh, attempted to attack and then <laughs> in, in, the, in the one case of, of a blood drain not going off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> To get it off my chest, I don't have anything about Rosa Holloway other than whenever Rosa Holloway fell, I was like, I think that's a crab shadow. Yeah. And then Hayden Correct. W. Averidden was like, you are right. And I was like, awesome. I have no feelings towards yeah. this player. <laughs> you know? Like, season season one shadow, I'm pretty sure, never saw active play, was, you know, pretty pretty middle middle of the pack in terms of, you know like stats so there was no chance that 2. they would have seven star you know. pitcher oh yeah that's pretty middle of the pack for, yeah. for crabs i i suppose <laughs> but cool cool to be on the worms you know like i think there's some fun lore there in terms of like arthropods as the thread digger <laughs> of, of, yes! of the podcast <laughs> i was busy this weekend <laughs> so i i mm -hmm. haven't gone nearly as in-depth as i usually do but the so the what i've seen there's two inter vague interpretations 
there's been a push to make her a snail dog. I do not know what that is. However, okay, it is a snail, therefore it is a worm. I, if I remember correctly, Cicatrix was telling me that a lot of worms kind of really wanted to make an animal player again because they haven't really gone to do that mm. uh, with a lot of the Lord Falls. I've on the other the word hand, snog thrown around. On the other hand, and this is the thing, yeah, I this is this is the one I personally vibe with is older woman street medic or protest medic. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so older woman, I think, is just uh, generally thrown because they have not really had older people. Uh, I think they've not mm-hmm. really had older people. The street medic, I don't remember where it, where it came about. That might have been, I mean, I would have to check if it, to see if a crab came in to suggest that because I, I do, I don't know many, like, I don't pay attention to Rosa Hallway much, but I do remember, I think, crab money of the of the crabs having an interpretation of Rosa Hallway being like a medic of sorts or like oh, a physician. Yes. So I, it, that might happen. Uh, I think it's be, it's because of her pregame volunteering. Oh, cute. Oh, sure. I vibe with it. I also vibe with the general reasoning of uh, anybody who isn't in a time weird place, who is a season one shadow that wasn't Lord gets to be old because they spent 50 plus years <laughs> just in the shadows forgotten about it what the one thing i did find uh because i did digging on like holloway as a name interestingly holloway is a place name it's the name for a family that resides next to the street with a hollow oh or like or by the street with a hollow or from the district called holloway which is usually a, a district that is called that because it has a street with a hollow that's one of the theories there's a lot of various potential theories because mm-hmm. this is like old english we're talking about so like there's like yeah plenty possibilities but that's one of the main ones that's one of the ones i was like oh well it's literally like she's literally called after a street so make her a street <laughs> <laughs> like, like nominative de- determinism strikes again but completely by surprise because they i don't think they were aware of that by the at that time no probably not hollow like a hole and the worms love their holes yeah also that <laughs> That's that's funny you bring that up though, Crow, with um like season one players season one shadows just getting to be old because that was basically my plan with Lenjamin Lin, who I they are not I, I was pretty sure I'm I think they're a playoff birth. They might I don't think they're an OG shadow. Uh season fifteen birth for the millennials. Okay, cool. Fun thing of well, this is I'm saying fun derogatory thing about Lenjamin <laughs> Lin is that their pregame ritual is getting scrapped. I had to go check with the keepers about oh, that. Oh, yes, the channeling. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. We have, and, and the millennials, you know, came to chat with us about Lenjamin. They have nothing. As as far as, you know, we're aware, uh, Lin is, you know, typically a, a Chinese name. I, in the showing, in the spelling that Jigget of the Crab showed, it can mean, it's a literal translation of the word forest. So we have that to work off of. Um, but really, I'm just interpreting Legman as like an older player who maybe signed up for like baseball like on a whim and got no response back. And then like, you know, by the time that they were inducted into the Mill's shadows, this was post Apple. So it's not like the the shadows were like dark and mysterious anymore. It's just like they just kind of were. They didn't know that they were <laughs> like <laughs> a, a player on the mills, and then now all of a sudden, just like bam, you're on the crabs, like just kind of complete shell shock. Like you have now been 
sucked up into the black hole and then immediately dropped in Baltimore. Congrats. I, I really haven't been able to lure them much. My my only plans or thoughts so far, because I mean, all the other crabs are basically holding off from talking about Lengeman for fair reason. We the, the crabs had kind of planned not to try to lure the unshadowed until like baseball started up again. Hand waves. But I just wanted like an older player to for for Reese Clark purposes, because I, I interpret Reese Clark as like <laughs> in their in their forties and I need them to have like an older friend. And also, um, I had canon like Reese as Chinese. And so I was like, oh shit. I'm I'm interpreting Lenjman as uh Taiwanese, but they would both be able to speak like Mandarin with each other. And I was like, oh that would be nice, you know, like having just like I think because so much of Reese's lore being a spy, I don't think they really had the ability to engage with like people their age or people from like where they're from and stuff like that. They had to like give away like so much of of who they are for like the spies that now they're like coming back into their own. And so it's like, <sighs> I'll take this as a um, I'll, I'll take Lenjamin as my my ticket to fucking. <laughs> give, give Reese a friend yeah. or somebody, you know? I think, yeah, also, I I will say that at the very least, uh, that mm-hmm. pre-game falling onto a Chinese name better than, than what yes. I've seen it no. on before. Yeah, <laughs> because... it, was, it was definitely, like, ostensibly, we could have worked with it and we technically still can. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's really, like, it was very, it was still important for me to, like, reach out to the keepers just because... Again, this could fall onto any player, and it has. And the phrasing is not great. I'm not a fan of of how they, you know, posed it. If they said like, "Oh, the the pregame ritual is like cultivating yoga or tai chi or like you know like or like a, a better phrasing of it rather than channeling. this very like yeah white woman you know channeling." Because if you Google that, if legitimately, I like I went and Googled it just like like check literally your first search results are like white women talking about yoga and it's like oh this ain't good <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah it's really it's really bad um but yeah my only experience with it is like dragon ball yeah which is kind I, I, of yeah yeah and I, and I think that that's what it's a reference to because i think that in at least the translation of dragon ball channeling your chi is how they refer to how you use it for the attacks they do. However, oh. that is not accurate to how chi works in, in proper spiritual practices. And like, I don't know too much about, but I have spoken with Nong about it in the past because I had floated the idea of luring various characters as cultivate as cultivating chi, which is just generally basically engaging in spiritual work to kind of do things. And in mythic, in a lot of myths and legends, uh, that is also very supernatural but it's always rooted in like sort of a deep spiritual spiritual connection so yeah i've never actually gone to play with it but i am fully like shooting lenjamin with the chi cultivator beams like another beam yeah that sounds i have many <laughs> that sounds swagalicious especially like now that i'm working with like amos melon being like an herbalist yeah who like specializes in like you know traditional like both javanese and ashkenazi Mm-hmm. Um, herbalism i was like hey you know it's like it's like i'm, I'm like slowly things are kind of manifesting albeit like i still am not a hundred percent sold on the crabs as a team like they don't have that spark mm-hmm. that i've felt for them that i felt for like 
you know, the disciplinary crabs. I don't think it's helping that I'm watching, that I'm participating in that rewatch of like every single <laughs> disciplinary game wow. in main court. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm holding out, or maybe it's, maybe it's good that I don't feel as deeply attached, you know, that I can still have fun with them, but I'm not like, the times where I was so obsessed with this game are kind of in the past. Maybe that's for the best <laughs> for my, like my sanity. There's always that yet. Like there's always a yes. good chance you'll get attached when oh things my start. God. That's very true. No, I could absolutely get attached to these players. And I'm also now dual multi-teaming with the, the Yellowstone magic. So anything can happen. You know? <laughs> magic <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm open. Yeah. Magic are really cool. Yeah. I mean, we can we can move on to the magic oh, briefly yeah. because because they're a taco a taco turned to a magic pippin carpenter i've really been enjoying seeing the different interpretations for pippin mm-hmm. i know crow has come in to to throw some ideas around which i was very interested in did the tacos have any law because i do not know i, I nope. honestly i genuinely like, popped nothing. in i was like <laughs> i'm seeing law happen i do not know where this guy come came from this are, these are my no. ideas but my <laughs> They came and asked, and I, I just told them we don't have anything. Okay. Um, uh, I had no idea that Pippin, well, until we read the, the falls, I had no idea that Pippin was, was a taco. One of our various Unlord shadows. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Season one shadow, though. Crazy. Yeah. So for, for me, this fall was also the first one where I wasn't there live. Oh. For it. Mm-hmm. Because I blame Main Call for this. They put the hour wrong on the on the main code event so i i tuned in at the expected time and the falls had already happened and by that point damn come to be oops oh well it's it, it no biggie but the magic was one of her sweat because i just really like hanging out with the magic they're really chill and i was like mm-hmm. going down the thread and like it was the like magic. okay so first of all pippin carpenter has a hobbit name <laughs> then they went <laughs> that's okay not wrong <laughs> then they went uh carpenter carp so they went fish and then down the line, they went capita to capita bees. And then at that point, somebody mentioned maybe doing like a human version. So like they're a hedge witch who can maybe shapeshift. There's birds I think I've seen. I've not seen anyone specifically. There's been a lot thrown around. I was I was talking about it with my friend and they immediately pitched rats because they love rats and also tacos <laughs> have quite a few rats. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so my the ideas I, I, I came in to drop was because I was seeing when I when I came in the first time I, I saw the um, the fish interpretation w- were being worked on jammed, I guess is maybe more accurate. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a fish called a carpenter fish like that feels like it would be something, right? And I found out that the carpenter fish is a name that the U.S. Navy sonar operators gave to sperm whales because their clicks sound like hammers when they do like uh, click trains. They're called. That's fun. Yeah, delightful. Which uh, give it to the U.S. Navy to name aquatic mammal wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, uh, it it's just it's been taken into. I, I think like it originated from, from what I could find. It originated from the U.S. Navy sonar operators because they were the ones listening at first. And in general, the field of bioacoustics calls them carpenter fish, uh, which I think is funny. Another one was that there was a fish, a, lit- a, a species of sea bream, which is called the carpenter. So it's uh, local to South African coasts in general. Like, it is a predator fish, and it mostly feeds on squids and crabs, which I found really oh. funny because oh. the magic has Inky, who is a squid, and Axel that? Campbell, who is a former crab. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous game we're playing here. 
<laughs> so I, I thought Enki was a totally normal human. Yeah. Well, if if Pippin's a <laughs> if Pippin's this fish, absolutely. Uh, oh my <laughs> God. And and then and from to, to, I was so like I mentioned, I was talking to a friend, and they mentioned the Lewis Carroll poem, the the walrus and the carpenter has many different interpretations like many things you could probably make a different interpretation of pippin carpenter based on every single interpretation of the poem <laughs> as well but i just because i love lewis carroll stuff i find it interesting that they could be a character from the lewis carroll poem yeah i mean my my first reaction to to pippin carpenter was that shoot i should have gone to see pippin last week um <laughs> Because I did. I did have a chance to go see Pippin, and I said, nope. Um, and then, lo and behold. But then, uh, after doing research, found out that Pippin the musical was uh, originated in Pittsburgh. And I was like, oh, wait, I live there. So, <laughs> I have no... I don't think I'm going to particularly use anything about like Pippin the musical with in relation to Pippin Carpenter, other than I just think it's funny, and I get to point and say... This player could ostensibly be from Pittsburgh because XYZ. I am biased. I do like uh, Blink's interpretation that Pippin is a uh, landscape painter. Oh, yes, I did see that. Was, was like painting, you know, Los Angeles and like all of its interdimensional time fuckery and, and you know, glitchiness. That's not a good idea. Don't yeah, do that. I- <laughs> it doesn't like it. No. <laughs> and then, you know, lo and behold, fell to Yellowstone, where the the environment is still hostile in some ways, but I think it's probably a lot more enjoyable to paint. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and they keep their interdimensional time nonsense under wraps there. Yes, yes, exactly. And 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 Pippin's pregame ritual is hanging, which I interpret as hanging paintings. Yes. Um, <laughs> rather than anything um <laughs> okay, I am a, possibly. I, I am an absolute evil. Yeah, I'm a horror fiend, and uh, I did absolutely like imagine a bleak, uh, like uh, like like as soon as I read that, I had a very bleak image in my head. But that would yeah. be for like body horror specific enjoyers, yeah, rather than just general <laughs> <laughs> populace and 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 community law. I also, yeah, I I like the idea of Pippin as. Like the vibe, the, the one I got the most was I, I like the idea as, as a bit of a joke that they're, they're a shapeshifter, but they can only shapeshift in species of animal, two species of animals that have carpenter in the name. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, so it's That's like perfect dumb rule. Yeah. It's like, it's like if, a, if, if a animal has ever been referred to as carpenter ever before in the history of ever, they can shapeshift into it, which does imply they can shapeshift into a sperm whale, which I think would be really funny in Yellowstone. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, it's it's mostly because, like, yeah, like, I was just like, there's a lot. I'm not getting a whole lot of like cohesiveness, so I'm just gonna mash it all into a, yeah. a funny joke I have. <laughs> um, That's really funny. Other than that, we talk about the tackles fall next. Yeah, from, sure. from tackles fallen to tackles. Wait. No, that doesn't work. Tacos. <laughs> wait, from, from the tacos, tacos fallen to the tacos fallen. Something sure. like that. I'm so I'm so amused by looking at the emojis next to each other of the moist talker and then the taco. <laughs> yes. It's like insert. <laughs> um oof. Jenkins good. I have not I mean, I've seen art of Jenkins good. 
I've heard a little bit. I think the most I know about Jenkins Good is has a six pack and eats mac and cheese packets, like the the mac and cheese yeah. like cheese packets. Not the mac and cheese, just. The- I don't think so. Yeah, I, the, like just, the, just the packets, just the flavor just the packets. Powder. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently up in Canada they have some really interesting cheese packets for those. No, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean. Oh. Uh, Cotton candy flavored, ghost pepper flavored, jalapeno, buffalo wings, poutine. I, I did see. Oh so, so see, As flavoring for your mac and cheese. I did see uh, after I went to America the, like in like five years ago, I have been uh, uh, awoken to that continent does not know cheese. Like y'all do not know cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like actual no. proper cheese. It's just, it's awful. Hate it. Um, to the point where I was shared a picture of a mac and cheese like craft packet, Oreo flavored, and I did not question <laughs> it for one second that that was real <laughs> because I was like, "Yep, yeah, sure, they would do that." <laughs> yep. So I don't know. Uh, probably that's uh, that's like a Jenkins like a snack in between lunch and dinner. <laughs> why, yeah, okay, we got why, ourselves a food crime player. Yeah, again. I was gonna say, what it's the perfect. hell? Another food cr- like I I had not conceptualized that. Cranch and Jenkins Good are now on the same team, yep. along with like Elvis. <laughs> what is this? I guess we have a theme. What is this team? Like, I mean, it's very tacos ish, and again, it's like I can't take it seriously. I love it to bits. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say that, like, yeah. In in terms of the themes coming back, like the tacos. Oh, here's the tacos theme. It's food crimes again. Here's the tacos theme. It's found family again. Like for the th- we didn't do it on purpose this time. Yeah, just no, I I yeah same. I don't know too much about Jenkins. Good besides, uh yeah abs. They they have a, they have yeah. abs. And uh, do I need to question that? No. Jenkins Good is a moist talker player from who's on the team since season one. Yes. Uh, oh never left oh except for some brief uh, fax machine incidents in season yeah. 23, but otherwise was on the team the entire time. They were alternated in season four. Uh, the Jenkins that we have now uh, came from a alternate universe where instead of the Canada Moist Talkers, it was the Cascadia Dry Whispers. Oh, a dry Canada, a dry. <laughs> so like normal Canada. Those who are wet Canada. Yeah. They adjust to decently well, but now they're back in a dry place in LA, which is fun. Oh, is that why they're a leopard gecko, kind of? Yeah, what is they're that? about like a leopard gecko tail. Yeah, I wondered. I was like, that's not a sea creature. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Original Jenkins had a salamander tail. Uh, oh. Alt Jenkins has a leopard gecko tail. Oh, okay. None of which I believe are native to Canada. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. So, but we're in weird fantasy yeah. land in both <laughs> dimensions. No, yeah, just yeah, like, got like a. It's funny when you look at the history of the Moist Talkers animal theme players, how they never have like. Where do they import all these people from? Because it's like it, it does. It does like when you think about it, when you think about it, and you don't have to. Like, it's really funny. Richmond, which is a national art, uh, which is a South America, I think generally, but like specifically, I think it's mostly Mexi- Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Um, just not in South America. Region? Yeah. Like, I'm not sure exactly the, the, the details. I just know it's South America and then probably Mexico. Uh, but probably other places as well. Just sort of ends up on the Canada team, which is not only, like, just far away. It's also just completely different climate. So, like, how the, how how 
And also they have law about like the Leviathan, which is Leviathan-sized Ashelot, um, uh, mm-hmm. who is Richmond's mother. So it's like, right. <laughs> Richmond was born in Canada, or at least their Canada, you know, but it's, it's just like... Yeah. So- <laughs> the baseball Canada is pretty different from the real world Canada. Yeah, very. It's just like, I don't know, it's something that I'm like, has anyone at any point just gone and like looked at it for a second and be like... <laughs> Well, a second, <laughs> like, like, uh, because yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I find it funny. I, at, at least, you know what? At least Jenkins is going to be in a warmer climate now. <laughs> oh yeah. In, in Los Angeles. Outside of the city, at least inside with all the infinite stuff, there's probably some wet areas if they really want to go find one. Probably wet areas that you, if you, even if you don't want to find one, like they just happen. Yeah. To be. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're wet. Uh, <laughs> so this is now our second season one player next to Elvis Figueroa. Everyone else is like old, is like very new. Uh, Cranch is the third oldest, and they're like season eighteen. Yeah, what? what? No, they're uh, Cranch is season six. Nope, seventeen. Seventeen. I was off by one. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I think it's so. Fu- I think that season is so funny because that is the, <laughs> the one season that Margarita Novel was shadowed, their Fire Eater was shadowed, and then Hereto Cerna got incinerated and replaced by Cranch. It's just. Yep. <laughs> miserable in the funniest way i just think there's a fun dynamic there with these two longtime players and a bunch of new babies yes yes i i love that kind of like yeah like the the friendships and and connections and relationships that are built on these new teams it's like uh i mean with the crabs it's really been like we've received three mills um two (laughs) of them were shadows so it's like okay they like they could probably bond about all being from like the same place. Um, and then of course, like you have players who, you know, maybe they were both formerly like fire eaters or like they were both alternated or were on the same team at the same time, or just like have been a lot, have been here for a long ass time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my. Oh, (laughs) the speaking of miserable, in the funniest way, Nerd Pacheco. <laughs> so Pacheco. true. I sort of manifested this, in which case I was just talking about how I wanted Nerd to fall the day before, but I'm still not counting that as something super deep. I I mean, Nerd Pacheco on the firefighters, though. I, Damn. It fits in so many it's ways. It's so good. It's so good. For those who don't know, Nerd, Nerd, Nerd Pacheco is a moose person, or at least they have antlers of a moose in, in a lot of the art. Another season one player for the Beams yeah. this time. Yeah, and they have anxiety. A lot of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They wrote an entire book on how to manage every possible emergency in the Hellmouth. I wrote it I wrote it in a way that's funnier, even though it's technically not quite accurate, because the book is specifically the Hellmouth Guide. I wrote it as, wrote an entire book on how to manage every possible baseball tragedy before becoming a new one. Because... Oh, my God. They completely, <laughs> like... No, nobody knew what Superallergic did until Nerd Pacheco got hit, and then we found out. Peanut and bong shoved a nerd in the leave, locker. Leave it up to the one person who was writing about it. To yeah. <laughs> First-hand experience. Yeah. And then... Primary sources. Yeah. So they're all about being prepared for emergencies and crisis, which is perfect on the firefighters. And uh, again, the joke... Like the, the 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 just the same is 
amazing at storytelling because yeah, the firefighters have the most allergic reactions in a game record somehow. And I'm pretty sure Declan Susan is responsible for at least two of those. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. So, so yeah, it's just like they've decided to give, decided to give them additional degrees related to Chicago stuff. There's a uh, fire science. I've seen urban planning. Yeah. Cause Nerd Pacheco just collects PhDs about, which, which they should. They, they, they should get to. Also, it would be really, it's going to be really funny because whatever Nerd Pacheco's stats are now, they literally can't get worse. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, no. This, was... this did this did slingshot the firefighters into dead last in the total stars per team by yeah. a mile. But like, it's it's so the reason I wanted Nerd Pacheco back was like specifically that reason was like if all of these players are being alternated and like alternated in the way of which you know they could like jump like twenty stars or you know lose them all. It's like yeah for Nerd. They can only go up. Like, this is, this is literally the, like, the most, like, a very fascinating, like, comeback story for them to, like, get a second chance at playing because they were, they, that was stolen from them in a way. I, I think, you know, their narrative could have ended with, with the black hole, like, absorbing everything, but I'm, I'm really excited to see their narrative, like, for them to get a second chance. And, and probably, and hopefully become like a really promising player or their dog shit, you know? And then in which case, you, uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the thing I'm still is, here for it. right, is that the, mm-hmm. even if it is, even if they are still dog shit, they'll still be better than when they were dog shit because, <laughs> yeah, you, like you're right. Like it, like it can't possibly be worse than literally zero stars. Like I, Pretty much. I think they had like point one on something. They got they got a couple back and they got shadowed, but Right, when they got shadowed. Their highest shadowed stat now around, is now zero point six in base running. Nope. Yeah. So <laughs> So it was just like yeah, no, because like Nerd Pacheco was also like an amazing pitcher and uh or batter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. No, pitcher, pitcher. Because that was the whole reason the pies got them. I remember this because uh this uh this is a famous Piga Beams story. But like Nerd Pacheco was shelled on the beams, then I think accidentally traded to us for Richmond, I'm pretty sure, or something. I think like that, that was, was that Alden Cash money? Uh, no, that was, uh, yeah, that, no, Alden swapped with somebody, but then they came back. I think it was Nerd for Alden and then Alden back for Richmond. Pacheco was traded to the Philly Pies and became a pitcher in exchange for nicholas mora during the season 13 yes, election but the beams to the ti- from the tigers to the beams uh, uh, from the beams, beams to the tigers was the swap oh alden yeah yeah it was it was alden yeah. oh okay well wow. pacheco weird so yeah. richmond went on to the beams for someone else yeah. it was it was alden to the to the beams uh nerd to the tigers then alden to the tigers nerd to the beams no the richmond to the beams Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Return to the okay. beat the second time. Right. I, I I'm confusing myself yes. now. Okay, we we got it now. Cool. Cut that. We <laughs> 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 need to cut. So that that was it, and I was really excited because I really like I legitimately like made art just of us like welcoming like the shell and having like a room like it's a really quick art <laughs> because I did not have the time. I was like, okay, like the tiger, I think they would be really hi- happy to take care of a, of a beam who's like shelled. Cause we had like a bit more bird weather, I think. 
uh, as well. So we had a bit more chances. Uh, nothing happened uh, because for a season, nothing happened. And the Pies traded Nicholas Moura, terrible pitcher that the Pies hated for us. <laughs> forgotten season one Tigers OG that uh, disappeared in one of the f- like secret trades. Uh, came back to the Tigers in season 14 and they got nerd. And the idea was Pies had like the stadium modification for uh, bird weather and they were going to get bird more and they were going to get nerd out because nerd is a fantastic picture in concept. Fantastic idea. And uh, if I remember correctly, Benji has mentioned that nerd like performed really well when they come out, came out of the shell just before they got like the super allergic reaction. So yep. it would have worked out. It would have worked out except the sim hates. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were only out of the shell for 89 days before they got annihilated. Yeah, and, and uh. from that point on, it's just like downhill from there. But yeah, it, it was a really cool story that kind of has like some of, like uh, the Piger Beams is like a thing because the Pies, Tigers, and Beams for some reason have like a really a lot of team overlap. I really like, I like the firefighters. It fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm putting this in the shoutout zone for later uh, to uh fix written by wave written about a different like a kind of an in al- al- alternate uh interpretation of nerd pacheco very similar though in like an academic who's very like anxious like that extreme kind of over planning type mood to be honest super super cool has the uh this nerd has i think it's bighorn ram adaptation so like more of of the area of, yeah. of Moab. Yeah, 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 that makes um, sense. Kind of. Yeah, because Moose wouldn't really enjoy Utah, would they? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not particularly. Uh, Too rocky. No, I, I, I love that. Uh, speaking of uh, comebacks. Yes. This fall uh, brought Elijah Valenzuela back to the Fridays, but not just any back to the Fridays, the former Fridays captain. Yeah. Alternated and then retired on the Jans. I, I think he has an airship. And I think what I've seen is that, uh, one, the airship has fallen out of the black hole with him, and <laughs> which is really funny. And yeah, like the, 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 the idea that like, uh, the old law, so I don't have all the details, but the old law from the Jans was that they gave him depression, basically. Uh, I think the old Great. went bad, they, like was terrible. And uh... Uh, they ended up retiring him to the shadows. So like in Fanon, I guess, Elijah Valenzuela has retired from the practice of baseball and they've now come back to their original <laughs> team that they used to be a captain of. And the Fridays we're talking about specifically, um, how justice must be really happy <laughs> because they could stop being looked at as the person, as a responsible person of the team now. Because the yeah. leadership oh has fallen. At the same time, Elijah Valenzuela might still be wanting to avoid being a captain again. So they're both trying to avoid the position. And it's like <laughs> somebody wrote something that was really funny. It was it's like you have like uh, Justice and Eli just like on both sides of the table, just like staring at each other silently. And the other Fridays are like wondering what's happening. And it's like, Oh, they're, they're like waiting for the other one to take a step. It's like, oh, leadership in action. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. It's such a good fall that I did, was not aware. I did not know Eli before this. I know that uh, Laz first mentioned it to me. 
that they were happy that Eli was back to the Fridays. Yeah. I, yeah. When I learned that, like, yeah, they were for, the former Fridays captain that technically retired from the game and now gets a real comeback story is fantastic. Yeah. I think I was looking at Elijah like kind of recently and I, I didn't kind of conceptually, like, again, I knew uh, Elijah was a, a Friday. Did not realize that they were the captain. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, the importance that they had for the team. Cause I always think about, um, Fletcher Yamamoto. Yes. As like the captain question mark. But I think that's really fulfilling for the, for the Fridays. I'm, I'm happy. For yeah. Them. I, I think, yeah, I remember like, I think Casey mentioned that the whole idea with the airship was that the Jans misunderstood what the captain meant. Uh, <laughs> so they assumed he was a captain of an airship, so they gave him an airship. Oh my god! Which I think is really funny. I did not know. I assumed that also means that the Jans don't have captains, like culturally, uh, which I think is also really funny. Or maybe they yeah, don't call yeah, it yeah. that. Maybe because they 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 have like the theater troupe type yeah, stage law, manager. So stage they might call it it's interesting to me which teams just don't go into captains, which teams actively avoid captains, and which teams just go like lean on having captains. Yeah. The, the differences in culture and the way they treat things. I think sports teams having captains is this is my hot take. Maybe I don't know. I I never actually talked about this to anybody, so I guess the podcast is. Um, but it's, <laughs> I don't know. I think like I think I think there's a, there's a lot of of, of sometimes projection I see on what the, the captain of a sports team does because it seems like a lot of people think the captain is like an owner or like a like you know it's like a clear top-down hierarchy that they decide whatever goes and it's like I don't see it that way I think captain is more of a it's because when you're on the field and you really need like quick, quick communication like something needs to happen you need to have one person that you can yeah. trust to take that decision really fast and I think that that's yeah, yeah no, I I think sports teams should at least like like be law to have some kind of figure to have that. And whether they're called a captain or not, I don't I don't actually care. But like because I think that like to tell the authentic like to tell an authentically sports story, you kind of need that kind of figure in that the way the team works, or at least you kind of need to account for the lack of it if you don't. And I don't think a lot of people necessarily think about it like that, which doesn't mean that you can't do it. Obviously knock yourself out irms whatever like like all interpretations valid but like wh when i see like oh our team doesn't do captains because we're all like what is like we're all equal or something it's like that's not what a captain does <laughs> like a, cap yeah, a captain I feel like it's... doesn't get special privileges they don't get a private locker room <laughs> or, or it's, <laughs> it's not something like that it's it's really just a convention for when you're on the field and you need decisions i feel like in a group of people even if you don't have a formal captain you'll usually have yeah. someone that is kind of ends up as the one who's the most decisive yeah. taking charge on things yeah like in the tacos for a while mcdowell mason was always our captain but because he was the biggest one yeah and but pre-snacrifice uh wyatt pothos was the one who's actually taking that role of the decisive one yeah even though she wasn't the actual captain captain yeah 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 yeah, like I, I, I really think I, I like a lot of captains, like a lot of the law of how characters become captains and if they fit that role or not. Like I, I've seen a lot of like, technically this guy's the captain, but this guy's actually the one making the choices. <laughs> and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like, that's really cool because it, it's like good character dynamics. It's really, you can tell really funny stories with it. 
I, this is my soapbox, I guess, for this week. <laughs> just, I, I, I care really enough about the sports captains. There was a big conversation in the general fan lore thread about the different roles a captain takes and who's doing what. Yeah. Uh, the way back, I can't find it now. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting takes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think that, like, I think because it's like what captain often comes from, like, a uh, ship captain or. Like, which is, it's technically not just military, but very related to it. Like, where it's, like, about rank and about, like, outranking. And, like, you can't, like, if the captain wants something done, they'll have something done on the ship. Ultimately, the captain decides. And, I mean, that's also a case of trust and things and whatever. But, like, it's a dynamic that in sports doesn't really exist nearly as, as strictly. Yeah. Hold on, my cat, my cat is shouting. Let's pause for all you do with cat. That's too funny. Bow getting louder and louder. This <laughs> cat demanding attention. I love cats. Any other thoughts about Elijah? We no, going? I'm good. I feel like we should probably mention, in, in terms of, because I know we have a lot of players that we haven't talked about, but uh-huh. Rivers Rosa, I feel like, is... Yes. She also came from the tacos. She did. She did. I, it's so fun. I'm so glad that she's seeing active play again. Another like player that I think, you know, was taken out of play like much before her prime. I mean, she did have like, you know, a peak with the, with the firefighters, but I think Mm -hmm. she had a lot of room to be great on other teams and just the consumer attacks. Yeah. just three times in season 18 yeah Ow. yeah decimated her to to you know for the shadows for the rest of her life but talk about a player with like i don't know a, a really fun solid grounding in chicago and like has like some really fun dynamics with other players like it's really cool like oh the the og um firefighters that have fallen are so fascinating you got Edric, Edric, Baby, Justice, and and now Rivers. I know very little about Rivers besides okay. I think she pitches with an axe, and I think I know she that does. because I think Dragoni mentioned that once. I think I, I kind of used that in a fic once. Yeah, I, I, think I, I know some basic stuff about Rosa, but we didn't do much with her on the tacos. No, because I mean she never saw active play on the tacos. It was really just all kind of. Thieves gilded her at the end of season 22, and she stayed in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. She is from Panama. She is a, uh, she is trans femme, apparently moved to Chicago, pursuing a degree in fire science. And she is often shipped with either uh, Lou Rosehart, and so the ship name is known as the Twin Roses. Or if you were <laughs> a fan of, uh, if you were there for the original Chicago match, matches season eight. There was a brief um, stint of shipping her with uh, Sutton Dreamy, and the ship name was known as uh, Dreamboat mm. because Rivers. Dream and then Rivers. You you get put on a boat. Um, <laughs> I I love her a lot. I think she's. I don't know. Sometimes you just need like a a normal ass woman, <laughs> a normal ass very pretty woman, yeah. um, to to make you fall in love with the team. And that was, that was me with, um, Rivers Rosa. What's her pregame ritual? Oh, whispering. Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, I remember that she, 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 I remember this because it's been mentioned 
um, that she had like a lot of ties to like, Chicago and or the Chicago city at least. Yeah, I don't actually know exactly what. I find it interesting, and I just I like when people are from places just in general. This is a this is a me thing. I get, and I like that there's a theme building of the spies with the rivers. I I joked, <laughs> give us the rivers because we are supposed to have five of them. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by and by that I mean the tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be really funny if we ended up with multiple rivers as well. Because there's a couple, there's another rivers who fell, isn't there? Uh, Rivers Clemens yes, fell that, yes. this week. Oh yeah, this week as well. So yeah, Rivers of... Javier was a few weeks ago, also yeah. one of the spies. If there are five rivers in play, that's going to be really funny. <laughs> uh-huh. The spies do kind of have a theme going, uh, learning to let go of needing to be responsible for everything. Right. Like, uh, Rivers Rosa, Esme Ramsey, Margarito Nava were all like, if not captains, they were big responsible figures for their teams. Yes. And the spies are one of the big no-captain teams. They really delegate their stuff out. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I am, no, I love the the pairing of Esme, um, Margot, and Rivers. And I mean, like, when you look at it also, Margot was a fire eater. Rivers Esme is was the haunted. firefighting team. Esme was haunted. Good Esme Lord. was a lot Yeah, of they all had, like, some really fascinating, like, modifier. Well, two of them had modifier baggage, and then Rivers Rosa was just a straight-up firefighter. And their mm-hmm. team's like motto is never look away in relation to like incinerations and stuff. So it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. They, Not the motto was we are from Chicago. That's also true. That's <laughs> they are from <laughs> Chicago. Um, but in, in terms of like how the firefighters lore like incinerations happening and stuff like that, the firefighters are very self-sacrificial. They will jump like they're they have been like headcanon to like, you know, put themselves in front of the fire for other players. Protect like rather like sacrifice yourself before you uh, like all else to like save another life and that kind of thing. That's fun. I, I will not talk about how that immediately made me extremely sad about Thomas Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> I will not do that on this podcast. But maybe another one because oh my maybe god, another. there's a lot now. Tom, Thomas Kirby, where are you? Yeah, still in the Tiger Shadow, technically. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes out. Speaking of place name, <laughs> place names. Uh, those transitions are getting more ten- tenuous, by, but but as I go, but you know what? We're, we're, it's we're it works. It there. works. This fall had a lot of people with place names, at least four, if you're being loose with your definition, but definitely three of them, at least, which is, as I've said before, three is what I consider a lot for a four. Also, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that, but a lot of Dale players, Dale right. is the team this fall. So there's uh, a couple uh, unlawed ones, which are Gloria Bentley, who fell to the, ooh, hold on, who's that again? Talkers. Talkers. Thank you. And she is, so Gloria is almost a like a straight line from Latin meaning glory. And Bentley is an old English term for meadow with coarse grass. Oh, very nice. Yeah, which I did not know. Also funny that we called a cart after that. Yeah. <laughs> so they load her as a, I think she has the, 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 the she has the pregame gardening. No way. Her pregame is conspiring. Oh, oh. never mind. Okay, she's conspiring. <laughs> never mind. Beck Whitney might have the pregame gardening. I don't remember. But somebody has it. Somebody has I'm it. I'm sure. Um, anyways. Beck they, has transforming. They, they, oh, God. 
at some point I'll I'll get one, you know. Uh, if if okay, I okay, 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 keep okay. shooting my shot. So they lord her as the groundskeeper, or the one who used to be the groundskeeper. Who, but except she has been keeping the garden for so long that she is becoming part of it, and the garden is becoming part of her in a kind of really cool, kind of creepy symbiotic relationship. Mm. I like it. Uh, she's an older woman again for the, uh, which I like because uh, as well because like the team of the Moisokers was a lot of monsters. So having a human player to kind of, I mean, still monsters human player, but having a human player to kind of like switch it up a bit, I really like. Because somebody was uh, sharing like pictures of general aesthetic vibes of like one of them was like a, a dress made of seaweed or like just oh. evoke, evoking like seaweed flora. And in one of them, they had a flower, which is native to the North, North America, I think, generally broadly, that is often used in medicine or was formerly used in medicine for like pain management. And so someone kind of grabbed that and spun it off into maybe she has chronic pain. And I like uh -huh. that because I think Gob and I were talking on a different uh, voice chat about drawing all the players with the general things that come with age, like arthritis. Right. And, and weaving that into the character in a way that's not shoehorned in. So yeah, I like Gloria. I think she's cool. That's cool, yeah. Also lesbian. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I decided. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's the best reason. The other one is Una Manhattan. Uh, so oh, yeah. Una is a Irish name for lamb. Uh, this oh. is uh, this comes from, I believe, Simon. I'm sorry if I'm crediting the wrong person here. It's one of the two Dali people. I think it's Simon. Someone mentioned that Una is a name for land, and uh, Simon mentioned that uh, Manhattan is, is a Mansilinape word that comes from the word Manhattan. Manna Harten, uh, which means the place where we get bows or the place where we get wood for bows. I might not have the proper translation. It might not be accurate, but it's a place name and mm -hmm. it's cool and also indigenous. Nice. So she's uh, she's the fall for the Dalai and mm -hmm. she is also the season 22 under bracket birth, which is the season that the Dalai won the under bracket. So it just works out. <laughs> wait, no, wait. What is she's not the Dali, the Dali fall. Una Manhattan fell to the Dali. She fell to the Dali. Yeah, was previously on the magic. No, okay, so she's she's not a birth onto the Dali, she's a birth onto the magic. That's the one. Yes. Uh, but she's Correct. a birth for the season that the uh, Dali won the under bracket. Yes. Which is, uh, just works out. The the fourth and more tenuous one, uh, because the other one was Rosa Holloway, is uh, Durham Spaceman, because technically space is a place. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you I, are not wrong. Ever since Derm, I have no major thoughts about Derm Spaceman other than as soon as he fell, I, well, okay. I think the day he did fall, or no, actually, okay, okay, no. God, I'm getting my days mixed up. Yesterday, I was talking to my shopmate about the killers, and now Spaceman by the killers is stuck in my head because I can't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too much. I know that they're a person in a spacesuit. Yeah. Uh, it might not be, it might just be a spacesuit. You know, oh, God damn it. It's another night triumphant situation, isn't this? I think, <laughs> I think I've seen, I remember seeing a bit of lore that was like that they're, they're like, at least if they're a human version, they are hard of hearing and sign 
And I mean, you have to sign if you're in a, inside a spacesuit anyway, because in space, yeah. nobody can hear your screen. And also, I did see art of them because of the cowboy meme, the cowboy bebop meme. <laughs> uh, see you later, spaceman. Which I'm, I'm always there for cowboy bebop references. I like cowboy Yes, bebop. me too, me too. Yeah, but other than that, uh, literally no no thoughts about Durham Spaceman. Isn't Lancaster also a place name? Yes. Oh, uh, did the Lancaster fall? A Case Lancaster on the Dallas Stakes. Oh, oh my know. God. That's one of the threads uh, I'm not in, in my defense, but yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, okay. So at least at least four, maybe five, if you accept my joke about Spaceman. <laughs> I don't know anything about Case Lancaster because I'm not in that thread. I... I only have 18 threads to pay attention to. No, 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 no. Uh, that's, that's okay. Only been a handful of messages in the stakes thread since the fall. Like less than a dozen, I think. There's some cool art that was like a living suitcase mimic. Oh. Oh, I forgot the suitcase is the thing. I, I was like a suit that's a case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of Dolly playoff bursts from three players ago, uh, Willow Dice. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, I've, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Willow since uh, Dice is the only one of my egg names that ever actually got oh, used. Is it? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I did not know. Although apparently Willow insists that it's pronounced Decay. Ah. Oh, yes, because she's... Specifically, Willow insists that. Not that's how it's actually pronounced. Willow insists that. Okay, so I... Because, yeah, I remember that there was a thing about her name not being pronounced Dice. I thought it was Dice because Dale. That that might be the actual. I'm not but, 100% no, sure no, on I that. Think I, it is that. DK. I, th- I think it is DK because as far as I, because I went on to a rabbit hole because I was like, is this an actual Hispanic name? And it is not. Uh, or at least <laughs> it exists in Hispanic populations, but like 2%-ish. So like not significant. Yeah. I don't think it's pronounced DJ in those populations either. So, uh, so <laughs> I, I think it is DK because uh, she is the goth girl of your dreams. And by which I mean, I am gay for her. Um, <laughs> yeah, lots uh, of fun. And, and, and so, yeah, so she, because she is goth, her insisting that her name is pronounced DK as in decaying is fits. <laughs> I understand now that that's the joke that I didn't remember. But yeah, uh, I remember yeah. being exposed to Willow Dice through another server because uh, I, it was one that I believe Cheddar, Cheddar has done a lot of Dali art in general, but specifically I did a lot of Willow art. I saw it and I was like, hello, <laughs> is she free on Friday? <laughs> because, <laughs> because yeah, she is the goth girl of my dreams. I love her. And also... Um, she fell to the beams, and the beams keep having fucking great falls. Yeah. Yep. I, I I did see that in the in the beams thread, there is really good art by Olive of Willow. It's already on the wiki. It's already yeah, on the wiki. Just so, great there stuff. You go. Uh, uh, it's of Willow based on, uh, from uh, on Aussie magpies, and despite with the name, they are not corvids, but I still care about them because they hate humans. And I also, no, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, there was talk about when the Dolly got to the postseason season 20, their party rock, which is a literal rock, right. uh, got so excited that it had to release the energy somewhere and turned Willow from a bird into a harpy person. Yes. Oh my god. There's a lot of conversation on what kind of bird exactly. There hasn't really been a consensus as far as I can tell. I still think it's really cool. I like birds. 
again surprise I love her. but yeah and Aussie magpies absolutely hate people they are notoriously fiends on Aussie streets and stuff and they ex- attack cyclists Swooping. specifically or pedestrians <laughs> as well because if, if if you're too slow but uh but like cyclists I know have literally there's there is a helmet with basically a lot of things coming out of it to kind of try and deter the magpies from dive bombing you because they will dive bomb you. Ah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. There, 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 there are strategies that Australian cyclists have evolved to adapt <laughs> to, to adapt to the presence of uh, Australian magpies. The beauty of talking about their players having to use some of those precautions now that Willow's there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, I, I, I would, I think it would be really funny if somebody wore like one of the helmets I've seen and one of the bike helmets I've seen uh, that people wear to deter Aussie magpies because they are really fun. <laughs> they look like a, yeah. like a bike helmet with a bunch of zip ties coming out of it. Oh, I could. It's it's really not. It's oh really my not. god! <laughs> no like, yeah, way! Picture, <laughs> no way! <laughs> this is unreal. Oh, we got to put these in the shout out zone. Yeah, oh there my. you go. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like, it, like it's it is like extreme. <laughs> Like when when they when 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 it hits, especially when it hits like roosting season and they're particularly territorial, you're gonna have a, a thing. But not technically an actual magpie. They're just called magpies because they look like magpies, but they're not actual. <laughs> they look like magpies. That's all it takes sometimes. If that just tells you how evil this bird is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I had a I had a question for Gob. Uh, do you yeah. think that Willow Dice, uh, Willow Decay, and uh, Sun Keys hold hands? Because uh, I think, oh, yeah. I think so. I think like the more the more girlies that they put on the sunbeams, the more that I win, and the more that Dun Keys wins. And I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> is I I do believe in Dun Keys bisexuality supremacy, right? Yes. Um. So like she could she could really be like you know holding hands with anybody. Yes. But I I do love some like i do need some sapphic content right now in order to survive you know and like i i think the more people the more people that have similar sensibilities to done the easier i can rest at night (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think i think it's really funny because somebody mentioned in the thread that basically willow decay is the exact opposite of donkeys i can see that yeah, like conceptually, and, as a, as a character, yes. the, the yes opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, because like I mean, Dunn like Dunn before she was alternated was like a super goth, right? Yeah. And then she like alternated into this like very pastel pop, you know, shook, like kind of just bright, you know, floral personality kind of vibe. Um, so yeah, give her a goth girlfriend or, or just best friend. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, a goth girlfriend wearing all black in the middle of the Utah desert. Yes, it's great. Yeah, that's why she has an umbrella. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Willow. Again, I am very yes. partial, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I can briefly pop in uh, Dervin Gorchika, yes. uh, who is a a bear. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Which, which, which kind think, of bear? As in the animal? Um, yeah, as in as in the animal from I, okay. I know this is being worked on because um, Kieran of the flowers is uh is Polish, lives in Poland. Oh, nice. Um, and Gorchika is like it one of the very few, if not like 
yes. only Polish names that have been shown so far. So I'm I'm pretty certain that there's going to be some IRMs made of of Durvin being just like an actual normal like human. Um, but I think even in Durvin's uh bear lore, uh, he <laughs> his family is from Poland, like the bear. Yeah. Cross the seas I mean, to the. <laughs> there bears. There's bears in Poland, probably. Probably, right? yeah. I don't know. It's the paddy. I like Google that, but you know, baseball. Yeah, but baseball. Yeah. So that's that's all that there is for Durvin. Um, I like the name. I think it's fun, and and I do hope the flowers get you know do something fun with Durvin. No, no offense to the jazz hands, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think skate like snowboarding bear is funny, but I also do understand that like. There's not a lot of snow in Boston, is there? Uh, uh, yeah, well, not well. Boston, actually, Boston yes, gets snow, but not like mountains. Yeah, it's, it's like not all year urban round. Snow. It is. It is very seasonal, and just like the flowers, um, you know, I don't think the flowers are very excited about the concept of snow. You know, because they're flowers. <laughs> yeah, apparently there are bears in Poland, but like a hundred of them, <laughs> not many. Ninety nine. Now that Durvin left, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it's not anymore because I think there probably would be more if they if humans would. Oh yeah, yeah, repopulate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure. I, I'm pretty sure bears are pretty native to that particular area. Yeah, but- <laughs> no, I I really like it. Uh, I again, I'm not in the flowers world, so I, I did not know about yeah. the urban's law. I've said this before. I love Eastern European names. I would like more mm-hmm. of. Them. And especially like ones that aren't Englishized, but that's yes, difficult yes. because I know that like, like I was I was uh, remember I remember uh, because of uh, Suliak Suliak uh, Balls Suliak the, from the Max having a really interesting Serbian name. It was Englishized because normally the S has an accent on it. Oh, so yeah, I just I I, I like I like names. I, I want to see more Eastern European names. I think Eastern European. Eastern Europe and the Balkans area specifically, mm-hmm. which Poland is not part of, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Also, because Pol- Poland does have like a pretty, there's a lot of Polish people in the US, if I remember correctly. Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> I remember watching the Deer Hunter movie, which is oh, yes. uh, a lot of I Italian Americans playing Polish Americans. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's like, and they had like a lot of Polish uh, in it, it was a lot about like the Polish American experience. Yeah, uh, Chicago has a pretty large uh, Polish population. Yeah, and and so they the firefighters have been headcanoning Joshua Butt as as Polish. But yeah, there aren't really names to back it up per se. No, like so, like at least like surnames and stuff like that. Yeah, it is the thing where like you don't need it, but it's really nice to see when when it when is nice to see. I I do agree. I have another transition. Yeah, do you lay it okay. on me? From from uh from uh so from jazz hands fallen to jazz hands fallen bonk jokes, <laughs> bonk jokes, um, bonk jokes. I love bonk jokes. Go for it. The the well, I mean, the original bonk jokes lore was that they were a clown, so that would have been funny to have them <laughs> drop on the jazz hands, you know, a very performance team. But I do, I will say, I do love the weird skeleton amalgamation that is the other bonk jokes yes it's the chimeric amalgamation of skeletons with a smiley face drawn on it yeah and also 
in most interpretations I've seen, it's specifically pointed out that the skull is upside down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that because it was like a part of um, how Burb drew Bonk for the, for the card was that Bonk was upside down so that their face would be right side up, if I remember correctly. Yeah, something like that. It was something like that. It was a really cool card anyway. I, I was mind blown because within within the day of Bonk falling, Casey had drawn art of them. And I'm like, how do you draw art of Bonk specifically? Like just as a, <laughs> I don't know. As, as like an amalgam of bones in less than a day. Like it just. Artists are insane. Yeah, no, it, it really is. No I, offense, Cobb. <laughs> no, I just take no <laughs> picture, don't worry. <laughs> I am very slow and I'm aware of it. I love Bonk. I love Bonk's weird rivalry with the pies. I hope they get to continue that in, <laughs> in the gens. I don't actually know the story of that one. What's the deal there? I have no idea. I think literally just uh, the magic and the pies have like watch parties and they generally vibe when they do watch parties. And I think mm-hmm. it was specifically Lord that for some reason, Bonk hated the pies specifically. Like it's a mutually agreed hatred. Like that's the thing that's cool about it because it's not like somebody <laughs> from the magic decided to hate on the pies for no reason. Mm-hmm. Both the pies and magic agreed that Bonk doesn't like the pies. I don't know if it came out of game interactions, probably, maybe because Bonk is a batter, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, it's usually more the pitcher that gets an opinion on the other team. If they get to, like, just strike out a bunch of people, you can kind of interpret that as they hate them. But yeah, no, I have no idea how it came about. I just know that Bonk jokes doesn't like the pies. And I find that really funny. <laughs> it's like Bonk jokes generally very okay. But yeah, Bong Jokes are just very, I, I guess, jovial is weird to yeah. say. Skeleton, but, um, but but except when it comes to the pies. The pies is the one thing Bong Jokes is serious about. I, I do have a very soft spot for like those kind of players. I mean, it's like the force best kind of, you just need a, a weird guy, a weird shaped yeah. guy who has like one, like a, I don't know. Yeah, also I like the idea that you can just add different bones. Like, yes, it's non-specific. Like you can just add different bones. And yes. I like, I like the idea. Yeah. I, li- I like Bonk going out of Yellowstone because Yellowstone does have a lot of bones. I want to see what bones they pick up along the way. Bonk's world tour. I, I like I a, like a Katamari yeah. Damacy, but with bones. Yeah. Oh God, if Bonk goes to the sunbeams at any point. <laughs> so like many bones. Bone magnet. Bonk takes Ooh. a bath, turn it into soup. There you go. <laughs> oh my God. Well, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other big hitters that are on the table. Uh, I can go over Foxy Pebble real quick. Foxy Pebble is a fox who drives a mech. Hell Hell yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's it. It's really cool. They have cool art. Uh, I shared it in in, in, in here. It's by Tilly. It's the... Yeah, thank you. It's the uh, Tilly from The Lovers. It's when uh, Foxy went to The Lovers. They redesigned the mech. And uh, the idea was uh, that uh, the wings are also going to add the mech. Basically, every time Foxy changes teams, they're going to get a new mech, which oh, is like a extremely daunting versions of the Richmond hat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm not the one drawing it, so I'm okay with it. So. Other than that, uh, I know vaguely Mindy Google. I know nothing. I, yeah. Um. The, uh, demon? I have asked a friend of mine 
from the worms. Oh, wait, it is. They said they didn't get much law um, with Mindy <laughs> because Mindy was <laughs> Mindy was traded to the to, to cat. Like yeah, M- Mindy was immediately traded in the season that the worms came down 4 p.m. So they looked at her and they went Jewish, and that's about it. And then cool. um, uh, there is a thing where she does art therapy and also has a cane connection because she uses a cane. And she just has different canes every time she comes out. So people, like, it's, there's no reason for why she has a cane connection other than she just does. Okay. Oh, okay. I got the, the mechs mixed up. Mira Lemma and Mindy Kugel. They, I don't know why those names. Well, oh, it's the M. It's the M. Yeah. Oh, M- Mira Lemma is one I could also... Speaking of girls of my dreams, <laughs> but, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Mirlama did fall. Okay, on the mills. I've been talking a lot. Does anybody want to take over? No, um, I mean I know nothing about <laughs> these ones. If you have a strong opinion yeah, about yeah, Mirlama, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, the strong opinion is Mirlama fucks. I love her. <laughs> Real. She's amazing. Real shit. So the the pitch I had for Mirlama. That she is a, uh, so she's a foundry demon, which is a specific demon that the mechs world built. They have a lot of world building about the foundry demons, which is. Mechs have a lot of world building, period. Yeah, they do as well. Like, I really like it because they go into a lot of detail about what, how foundry demons function and they can eat metal. They, they don't, their soul diet isn't metal, but it's like supplemental, which is cool. She's a number cruncher. A bare knuckle boxer and all around cool badass. And that's me ripping my own caption because I drew Mira Lemma in the Bruce Lee pose. And I have to say, for the record, Bruce Lee was not buff enough. I had to, <laughs> I had to walk her up. So I, I really like uh, Mira. She is sapphic fuel for every lover of buff women in general. But she's also not just like a meathead. Not that that's bad. She's like skilled in first aid. I don't know. I really like her. I think she's, she'll do well on the mills. Yeah. I don't know. She pink. That's it. She pink. She's pink. That's all. <laughs> what, what, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. If you look at the art on the wiki, you'll get it. It's yeah, just, you'll get it. You, you already know. Yeah. You already know. That there's no reason besides her. To, I see hot girl. I, I say yes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The last one I have something. I was going to say, I was, I was, I don't have anybody else to talk about if you just want to head for. The last uh, big hitter. Uh, Rivers Clumpins gave up a home run to Rat Bastard, and that's the only significant thing they ever did. Don't fact check me on this. Hell yes. <laughs> Let's go, uh, Rat Batson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know too much about Rivers Clemens either. Besides that, they're black. Yes. That's all. Yeah. That's, it. that's what I've seen. We got two character traits. Give up a home run to Rat Batson okay. and is black. No, that's, Great that's, job. <laughs> No, that's literally because, no, that's lack of exposure. That's not the two characters. I know, I know. I, I get it. I, I get it. I'm just, it's just, I'm just it's funny. I want to be clear about that. But, but, but yeah, like I, I've only seen people, I've only seen the art and I've only seen, I didn't, I hadn't, I didn't even know the, the home run to Rat Batson. Wait, isn't Rat Batson good at hitting homers? Wasn't that no. the thing? No, that's Rat oh. Mason. Oh, okay. Well, I Rat get the Batson is very, very bad. I get them. <laughs> two different tacos rats. Right. Yeah, Riverslum is another season one player in this fall. There were a lot of season one players this fall. Okay, I'm not going to shoot my shot because it's not worked out this episode, but I, I seem to remember that Rivers Clemens may be a captain or maybe like, uh, oh no, 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 that was the thing. 
I think it's something where they're good at responsibility. They're like a responsible character, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea was that they're going, the the garages wanted to make them a captain of the team off that alone. And the Dali or some of the people I've seen weren't necessarily going for that with the responsibility trait. So Mm -hmm. another thought of like, this is not necessarily what captains do in sports. They're not necessarily responsible. He's a grandmaster in Go. Huh. He's a grandmaster in Go, according to the wiki. I think uh, he and Ryujin Gozi from the uh, Millennials can have a, a Go face down from the manga Hikaru no Go. <laughs> <laughs> and made those face down look fucking amazing. That manga convinced me to Definitely. learn Go. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Well, to be clear, I learned it from the manga, which was not necessarily the best way to do it, but... Not but because the manga is inaccurate. The manga is really accurate, but the thing is the manga doesn't tell you all the rules at once. So a lot of times we'd play with my siblings. We'd play as if we knew the rules and then we'd read a couple more chapters and they explain an additional rule that we hadn't taken into account. Oops. And so we just pretend <laughs> all of us that like all of us, all three of us, that mm-hmm. we knew it all along, even though we didn't. Uh, because we were kids. <laughs> Just like yeah. a character from a game manga. Yeah, and it's, like, it's, it's, it's the thing where it's like, well, yeah, obviously, obviously we do this role, this role now. But like, we never discussed it, we never actually knew the rules. So yeah, but as we read, as you read the manga, you can actually learn quite a lot about Go. It's really cool. Wow, alright. Yeah, okay, I can talk about Vela. Okay. Yeah, Velasquez, I'll start. Okay, uh, I'll say that much. Uh, Vela is not a character I care much about uh, up front. Fair enough. Uh, she has, Lord, I'm not very comfortable. So uh, I will cover it. She's Afro-Cuban living in Charleston, I think is the the general uh, uh, idea. Uh, she is often lauded as being the daughter of Kennedy Alstott, uh, who is a moist stalker who was incinerated in season three. I think that's good. I like that. I like sports families. I like people who have relatives in the game who died and they have the trauma now. Mm-hmm. They are also lord as a time anomaly, which is also isn't something I don't dislike. But the way it's done is that they can age shift. And that means that they can pick or they can be like an adult. It's only in multiples of two because they hit doubles a lot. And so that's a good, that's a good joke, I guess. So Vela, uh, age shifting means that they, she can be an adult and also a child. And I'm not massively comfortable with that co- conception because is she a child who can look like an adult or is she an adult who can look like a child? And when you start thinking about the implications of that, it goes into very, very uncomfortable, uh, places. Yeah. Hard to, which I'm not going to go on for the, for the sake of this podcast, but, uh, I'm not comfortable with that. A lot of the tigers I know. I'm not comfortable with the idea of a child in baseball in general. I'm less against that if it's done properly, or especially if it's more like a teen than a, than an eight year old and under. There, there's been discussion about Vela's trauma because that's also a part that like uh, is lord explicitly in her shoe thieves law that she has trauma. So there's been discussion. I think Pine has brought up the discussion of like CPTSD in children and generally all that. And I think that's an interesting conversation. Not necessarily one that everybody can have. Yeah, so I, that element don't really like, and would like to do other. I think the tigers have decided generally just to make her adult, and she's going to be twenty-two because this is two-two. So it's skipping the joke without keeping the stuff that we're not comfortable doing. That's 
pretty much it. I've seen vaguely, this is mostly DMs. I've not like given a whole lot of things because again, I don't particularly care to give Villa, uh, especially my shoe thief baby is Esme Ramsey. I would, I love her. <laughs> I don't want to use the stuff I was working on for Esme for Villa, if that makes sense, because I, I want to finish my Esme. That's fine. That yeah. No, I, I feel that. I did see like a mid thirties, the idea of a mid thirties butch Ooh. floated. And I like <laughs> it. Talking my language. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it. And also I'm like, I'm immediately seeing like just digging a bit d- deeper into their Afro-Cuban ancestry. And there's the whole, the, there's a thing as well that like one neat thing that we'll go into is, uh, Alstot is a, actually Alstot is another place name. Um, oh, it comes from my German. <laughs> Six. It comes from German and it, uh, it comes from the German Altstadt, which me, which meant old city. And I think it's funny because Villa old city is now in arguably the oldest city <laughs> in Hades. Hold on. My cat is pulling things off the shelves. I have to stop him and I'll be, I'll be right back. <laughs> Another cat break, but it's some chill elevator music. Yeah, here. exactly. Music. Some, some lo-fi hip hop beats. Um, Okay, so uh, my recording crashed. Hopefully that was salvageable. Yeah. <laughs> if we're talking to a nobody for a couple hours, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, this is uh, uh, Archives Unlimited featuring one of the non-existent players. The Alyssa ghost Harrell. of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just, to, yeah, finishing. I just, I remember, like, I, I was saying that, like, Alstadt is a name that came from the German name Altstadt, meaning old city, because of people who lived in the old city. Uh, and she is now in Hades, which is arguably the oldest city, or at least one of the oldest city. And also that brings out uh, the place name for this fall to six plus yeah. baseman in being a German name or German derived name. It also shows up in Ashkenazic, uh, na- as an Ashkenazic name. Ashkenazi name, so there's thoughts about making her Jewish or luring her as Jewish. And I was thinking specifically about the hair stuff uh, because I was thinking if in this like mid thirties butch woman falling out of a black hole, midlife crisis, got a whole lot of baggage, whatever stuff, shave head, just shave her head. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. give her like the, 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 right. the like the like razor, like like really close shave. Uh, with like a fade, maybe lines running throughout. Like I think, like uh, it's not quite Grace Jones, but for some reason, Grace Jones is the name that pops up to me. Like it's just a shaved head, but it's also like there's a lot more detail kind of like done into the hair. Uh, and I think that that's that could be really cool to explore. Like the only player I remember having like details about how their hair is done or made is was like combs to end it but just having a bunch of combs into it cocoon yeah <laughs> yeah oh this this is a very brief side note i forgot to say crow but um the funny thing about durham spaceman is uh durham is a place in oh, north carolina oh there we go so double double yeah. name I will, yeah does that count for two or one and a half <laughs> one and a half, one and a half. <laughs> um but no 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 yeah i like that i like um when players have very specific hairstyles or like hair journeys i love that yeah same i it's so funny like i with with players like i always feel 
if I if I draw their hair in like a very specific hairstyle, I'm like, man, I want to mix it up and you know give them like a different hairstyle. But I'm like, if I change their hairstyle, they might look like a different baseball player entirely. You know, yeah. it's like it becomes <laughs> the kind of like flash animation like johnny test you can't change their outfit because who would they be without their outfit you know yeah but i like that a lot i think i think vela should have a self-expression journey but she we need yeah. she needs one of those yeah <laughs> former fire eater good god <laughs> i'm glad because i i don't think we had a fire eater until that point so at least it worked out on that yeah point. yeah 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 if we don't have anybody else to to talk about, we can give a ranking to this fall and then make. Oh predictions. yeah, we forgot to do that last time, but I yes, think we, we did. We also have the uh, team summaries we still haven't Whoops. talked about. I don't know if we have time for that. We're still a couple hours in again. Uh, yeah, I don't think we. No, <laughs> no. Um, this week. Yeah. We'll do those eventually. Yeah. I think we get an empty week after the falls, right? Like, is it's like it's not quite a week. Uh, between the last fall and the beginning of play, we get we get maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if unless something else no, happens, no, nope, I'm ignoring well, it. Well, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yes. Holding my holding my tongue. <laughs> How are you feeling about this rate rating of of players? No, three, not bad. Like nothing. Like I didn't feel like super pumped. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention this because apparently I've been added twice during this recording yes i did <laughs> predict that an og flower would fall into the georgias last week okay <laughs> i didn't i'm sorry i'm uh, when i said that i didn't expect it to be beck whitney but i should have known better i thought it would be i don't know We've told you you can manifest i, I thought it was gonna be like fucking Vito kravitz i don't know I know he Wait, wasn't. I don't think he, was an OG flowers. I don't. No, I think he was an Insane replacement. Uh, but is, he's, in, in replacement in season uh, three. Well, close enough. Team. Close enough to OG. I still didn't know. I thought Vito Kravitz started on the tacos. No. So. <laughs> no, he was only on the flowers for a like season. Season uh, and some change. Not not even like twenty days or so before he was feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna rate a five out of five until Vito Kravitz falls out. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, Vito. I wish yeah. I, I love Vito because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Vito, I wish Vito and Nicholas Mora a very happy fall together. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Did uh, didn't Nicholas Mora get legendary vaulted? Yes, but during the semi-centennial. So I'm not exactly sure how much of that is going to be. We can I, still I, we I, can I, still hope. I, 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 the way I say <laughs> it is that I don't necessarily care if Nicholas Mora doesn't fall out because he's in the vault, because I think conclusion is good. But I would think that like of all the vaulted players, Nicholas Mora is one of the likely ones likelier ones to fall because they were technically vaulted in like a special event. Of the exploding grandpa yeah. trick. Exploding yeah. grandpa trick part two, he falls and, out of the black hole. And then like Chris Angel. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the the thing that fucks me up about this to this day, Nicholas Mora was on two teams before they went to the semi centennial. Well, they were on three teams after the Tigers, but they were specifically on two teams in order. And those teams were then in season 24 incinerated in the reverse order. <laughs> mm. Exploding Grandpa Trek. So, whatever Nicholas Mora <laughs> found about exploding the sun the league did not want traces to be found again so they 
I don't know. This is my this is my specific like law conspiracy. I have like an entire cork board in my. <laughs> yeah, uh, I oh sorry, uh, great, Jagoni. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I'd agree with three out of five. Uh, it's cool. Uh, nothing super special. I like Willow and Jenkins is neat, but not like jazzing me up. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. I had this fall as a two because I missed it. <laughs> and I, I missed it. And the first thing I saw were not things that made me happy. So, uh, but then I saw that Miralema had fallen. I saw that Nerd Pacheco had fallen onto the best team for them to fall. I saw Eli, Eli had come back in a comeback story I had not known. Uh, Jenkins is there as well because uh, I like to look at abs and uh, Willow as well. So I have to say four. Uh, I, it can't be. A, it can't be a five. Just because of the initial feeling of, oh my God, this is not great. Uh, and oh, oh my God, I missed it. Well, I guess I'm not going to care as well that I had. All in all, I don't know. I, I, I do like it. I, I also, we, we didn't get into it but because too many and also literally on Lord Shadow. So I don't know what's happening with them. But like Kibodi Alighieri, banging name. Really interesting, that name. Alighieri has a terrible history and legacy in baseball. So. <laughs> I'm sure everything will be fine with it. Four out of five. Nice. Any any predictions? Should I <laughs> manifest <laughs> it, Gob? Um, well, okay. First of all, I, I manifested it previously, but I wanted to have again Vito Kravitz fall out of that hole. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, and for for Hayden, I did. V V asked me to manifest a lift. I feel like I. I feel like I'm going to have bad luck with this out of nowhere, <laughs> but I don't know. Cool name, Galvanic, uh, Val Hitherto. Um, be free. My sweet children fall. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the, the more we go, the more I want her to stay. But Nagumi Meng. Um, <gasps> so I, true. I fully am like Nagumi Meng to the beams. <laughs> because if Nagumi Meng falls on any team Hades or the beams, I swear to fucking God, I will... Her narrative is amazing if she fo- if she comes back. Her narrative is even better if she doesn't. So either way, I'm happy, but I want her to come back because I love her. And I also want to give mm-hmm. her a mullet because that's what I said I, I would give her if she came back. <laughs> I want to see Hanonika Oko or Rat Badson just because they're two of my favorite players that are barely saw any playtime and are pretty relatively unknown. And I want to go info dump about them wherever they yeah, are. Yeah. Rat bats into the Dalai. <laughs> oh wait, to the Garazas? No. What? No, no, no. Wait, we should get yeah. Put Rat bats in on the magic. So Rat Mason. Which is the team? Which is the best team to make them get a homer off Rivers Clemens again? Rivers <laughs> Clemens again. <laughs> like if the first thing that happens in that in that interaction is Rat Batson scoring a homer, okay. I think that's okay. But if it's called. Alternated rat Batson becomes yoked as fuck. That would be the funniest. <laughs> like rat Batson is the new Castillo Turner or Winnie no, Hess. Please, I'm delighted. Yeah, Castillo Turner is ridiculous, but I I would say just because Castillo Turner was too ridiculous, I couldn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat Batson in Nagumi Meng discipline era, in Nagumi uh, Nagumi McDaniel discipline era four. <sighs> like. Oh, oh yes, because again, I've been rewatching. I've been rewatching those like discipline era games. Yeah, Nagami. Oh my god, it's so good. 
motherfucker who comes out of the shell and scores a two score two run ah! immediately. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Godspeed. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Archives Unlimited.